Hey, everybody. Casey and I are off this week, but, you know, we wanted to bring you something and something good. We haven't forgotten about you. Don't you worry. So we wanted to bring you an episode from the archives, something, you know, from way, way back. It's our special first anniversary episode. So we had been doing the show for one year and it was such an exciting time and people were just discovering us and we had the guest of all guests. We couldn't believe our luck that he came. St. Andrew Cohen blessed us with his first visit to the Bitch Sesh podcast and (laughs) we were a little out of our minds. I remember being so excited. We had all these like games planned for him and we were so nervous to interview him, to have him. And he came in the studio. This is when we used to record in studios back back in the day. And um, it was such an exciting interview and a great one. We really loved this one. And we haven't heard it in so long. And I think it's the debut of... Uh, the song I Made It Nice, my Christmas carol that I wrote in tribute to Mr. Rinda Medley, and I sang it for Andy in person. Um, so you'll get to hear that too. And it was such a fun episode, and he was so gracious with us and lovely. And you can tell that Casey and I are like losing our fucking minds. So we just wanted to bring you this special episode. We thought it would be a nice little, you know, summer end, like kind of a an Aperol spritz at the at the end of the summer, clear our palates for the fall. So without further ado, here it is, Bitch Sesh, our first one year anniversary episode with Mr. Andrew Cohen, Big Daddy himself. Hi, Casey Wilson. Hi, Danielle Schneider. It's Bitch Sesh, the Real Housewives Breakdown Show, and we are giddy. I'm 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 shaking. Honestly, my hands are clammy. I know. I've never been nervous. I had to put on my non-healthy deodorant today. I'm wearing the the wrong bra. (laughs) I'm upset. I don't know how this is all going to turn out, but we're here. We're queer. (laughs) Get used to it. Your voice—you've lost from excitement. I've lost my voice. You've heard of hysterical blindness. Well, this is because of today. I just lost my voice, and I think it's with emotion. Danielle, it's our one-year anniversary of Bitch Session. Here we are with a very special episode. Oh, yes, we are. Much like when Diane Sawyer interviewed Fidel Castro, or when Barbara Walters interviewed Monica Lewinsky, or when Alexis Bellino interviewed that sex therapist on Good Day Live, we begin an interview with St. Andrew Cohen. He's the SJP for Housewives fans who's best friends with SJP in real life. He fills our days with Radio Andy our nights with Watch What Happens Live, and our souls with screaming women whose faces may or may not have settled. We have always considered him our patron saint of bitch sesh, and much like when Mother Teresa would touch those leper children Mm -hmm. to make them feel human, he graces us with his presence. We're humbled. We're grateful. (laughs) And the emotions are so high, and it's really, it's honestly triggering me in a good way. I think the only way we can bring him out is with a more kind of downbeat version of one of our favorite songs. Dream catcher, dream catcher, dream catcher, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dream catcher, dream catcher, dream catcher, whoa, 
Designed by Bedores And we'd like to call them to tour Cause our dreams are coming true And he is here with me and you not done yet. Dream catcher. Dream catcher. Dream catcher. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dream catcher. Dream catcher. Dream catcher. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Please welcome Andrew Cohen. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I'm speechless. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty poignant. I thought. When you started the song, that you were going into Real Close by Danielle Staub. Which we've and also performed live. Lori Michaels, no doubt. Uh, but I, you really caught me off guard <laughs> with the Dreamcatcher slowdown. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I Thank absolutely you. loved it. Thank Shannon Bedore is very proud of Dreamcatcher. I don't need be. to tell you that. She should yeah. be. I had Dreamcatcher in my ear more than. Anything when it came out. I mean, it was like it's a gorgeous haunt, it's, song. It's an earworm. It's haunting. Yes. It's it's uh, feminist. It's everything, really. Yeah, yes. and it's I also it. got like a Ramones flavor to it, and yes. that it's like three chords, but there are three great chords. Great chords. <laughs> great chords and great three In great succession. lyrics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, so first we want to just talk about your book. Okay. It's a new book. It is called Superficial, More Adventures from the Andy Cohen Diaries, which has just come out and I believe is on the New York Times bestseller list. It's true, yes. That's so crazy. It's true. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. And I, first of all, and congratulations on your year anniversary. It is. A. Thank you. B, I want to shout out your fans who are very passionate and who on this book tour are like, oh my God, I'm so excited that you're doing the show. So Aww. I'm so excited to be here. And I love your devotion and your passion and your humor <laughs> and your Do boots sc- on the ground. Yeah. I love Do we the scare you, Andy? No, yeah. no. Are you no, wondering not, if we're well? No, not whatsoever. Are you okay, kidding great. me? You speak my language. Uh, and yeah. So I just want to say that. Well, we've been reading the book, which is it's kind of it's a companion piece, I would almost say, to the Andy Warhol diaries, which yes. I read growing up, loved so much. Yes. And this is your second book in kind of of your diary. This chronicles two years in the life. Yes. And what an amazing two what years. What a life you Great lead. two years. And I think that for house, I think everyone who likes pop culture or likes to laugh or dogs or anything can like the book. But I think for a Housewives fan, and that's why I'm so Interested to know what you latched onto it. There are little teeny tidbits, tidbits mm. that are thrown in throughout the two years of just random texts I'm getting from people, housewives who are angry for me or just moments. Your book is like opening, you know, those like, what are they called that you put on your plate like on New Year's and you pop it open, those oh, poppers? Yeah. Yeah. And yes. you're just like, yes. oh my God, like yeah. something so random will pop up. Right. Yes. About yeah. like Jill Zarin's people presenting a PowerPoint. That was mm. so amazing. Oh, Right. Did she? Put no that one's together? picked up on that. Oh, it's what? Everything. It's the only it's, thing yes, I picked up on. Right. Yeah. I was enthralled by that, yeah. and I was like, "Why am I not doing more powerpoints?" Not that it succeeded, but mm-hmm. still, yeah. like, like, is she sending that through the internet? They did. Somewhat. One of her people did. I think um, that was well. If there's a date, if it's a dated entry, yes, it happened, and it was a powerpoint of reasons why you know Jill might be uh, viable to be back on the show. By the way, they made some really compelling arguments. Albeit unsuccessful arguments. Ultimately, but yeah, you never know. And also, like, do we really never know? I think we do never know. Okay. About what? Whether Joe will ever come back? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I I don't think that's a closed, completely shut and locked door. 
Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. You hear it here first. I feel like yeah. your life in the book, it's it's equal parts fantasy in horror movie, honestly, because yeah. on the one hand, you're bopping to Five Napkin Burger yeah. with SJP and James Wilkie, and then you're taking private planes with Bruce and Patty. But on the other hand, you're living my personal nightmare, which is that you're fielding texts from Naomi Campbell, Kathy Griffin, and Tamara Judge asking you to call them. Yes. That's my worst nightmare. It is. Terrifying. Every time you get a text, I'm like, <gasps> like I'm like, don't open the door. <laughs> it is watching a horror movie. I'm like, don't go down in the basement. So true. Someone, I was, um, I was on stage in Chicago the other night, and they said, and the and the interviewer said, "Will you read me the last text you got?" And I said, "Okay." And I looked, and it was from Kim Zolciak Bierman, and it was her saying, "Brielle and I are starting to think you're not gay, and like I want to engage you on this topic." And I'm like. Okay, this is the last exchange. And this I wasn't read it. even one that you like went this through. This wasn't even one that I went through. It was just the last exchange. So yeah, no. But I love, boy, getting a text from anybody, especially kind of a one driven of those three women. lady mm-hmm. saying, Driven's call me. Yes, it is. Saying, call me. It's all, and, and it's like, well, you call me. Why, why are you? Why are you making me your slave? I hate to say you know? this because as Danielle and I are only marching towards death ourselves, but I feel like these housewives are older <clears throat> gals, mostly from a different generation, and they want to get on the horn. Right? They're not, or, right. or do they want to text? They really want to like make contact with you. Yeah, yeah. What do they want from you? Your soul? Yes, they do. Yes, yes. they want to yell at me. They want to. Um, I got a text from Teresa this morning saying that she was. Uh, I. I, I kissed Leah Remini on the show last night and Teresa texted and said, Wow, oh, she was she was intrigued by the kiss. She wanted to Leah know more. Remini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so weird. Do you have a separate burner phone for the housewives? No, I like don't. really? No. And so they just no. they get but, in with all the all the riffraff, all the like. And is there a line they can cross with you yelling at you, berating you, where you're yes. just like, I'm done. No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I don't res- I respond. In my way, sometimes I don't respond. Sometimes I, I think the key, the most important thing to remember is I am actually in business with all of these women on several levels. So don't it's forget like, it. You know, it's not, um, it's not something that I, you know, I mean, it's a relationship that I do need to maintain. Tend. You know, tend to. Yeah. But I do try to, I don't know if it's in this book or the last one, one where about Gretchen- Carol? Carol? No. Well, no, I mean, it could be a, a Gretchen texting me at like 2.30 in the morning, no, East Coast time. And I'm like, you know what? I, I, Sweetie. Daddy is literally in bed. Like You, you know, are Daddy me, Warbucks. Right. I mean, and all, they are all little orphan Annie. Right. A hard knock motherfucking life. And none of them want to go back to the orphanage. No. <laughs> and no. that's just true. No, it's true. And, and if a PowerPoint can get them back off the streets, right. they'll do it. I, I I'm interested with your relationship with Carol because okay. I feel like – there's lots of talks in your book about the kind of boundaries. And my friend, our friend Matt McConkie noted that you've got, um, what did he, he say? He said you have boundaries like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> because you do. You know how to turn it off and on in terms of like you set a boundary with them and it seems like you keep them. Well, what do you do with well, the Carols the Carol the thing is interesting. Carol's a unique case. And because Carol and I have known each other, we met on a boat trip to Turkey in like 1998 or something. And I feel like your life is like you just take different words and, and throw them from a bag and throw them up. I know. And it doesn't even just start 
like 10 years I ago. I know like it's, it's a parody. I know I'm a parody 20, of myself. But, but I 20 love years it. ago, yeah. you were on a boat trip yeah. to Turkey. Like 20 years I ago, yeah. I was eating ramen. Right. Like, what? how are you? I was dating so a magician I. named Ashley, a male <laughs> magician. So was I uh, eating ramen. But and and so I've known Carol a long time. And so it's a weird happenstance that one night, and I know I drop a lot of names and I know I'm a parody of myself. So I just want to put that I, out there. I would I, like to say, please I, drop more. Yes, yeah. I named the book Superficial so that I could just get ahead of all that. So that now when I say that, it, I was at a dinner at Mark Consuelos and Kelly Ripa's house and Carol was there and Carol dropped very happy, very she dropped it in a way that she wasn't trying to be cool or anything, but somehow in conversation it came up that she was a princess by, you know, by, you know, technically a princess. And I said, excuse me. And it was when we were casting New York and we needed new housewives. And I was like, you're a princess, Carol. I didn't know that. And then she said, yeah. And I was like, wow, I go, you should, be a New York housewife. Like, we have a countess. We need a princess. Because with all due, as you would say to her, yes. I think without the princess status, I don't know that she'd be crazy enough to join us, although I find her Well, but crazier. I think she's a great voice of reason, and I think she has had her crazy moments, actually, weirdly yeah. on the show. But when pushed by... You know, yeah, with Aviva. the whole book, with yes. the book gate thing, yes. we saw a, a crazier side of her, right. which was refreshing. Right, but anyway, so I, I, I'm talking too much about this, but I will jump forward and say she obviously did become a housewife. And you see in the book that I'm now trying to maintain the fact that this is someone that I've known for a long time, and I say to her uh, in a moment where we're kind of trying to work things out between us, I say that I'm having a book party and that I'm not inviting her because uh, if I invite her, I have to invite everybody because she at the moment was in production on the New York Housewives. So what happens is she goes to a shoot and she somehow, there's a photo of her at my book party and Ramona says, wait, mm. Andy had a book party. Be or terrified. even worse, it comes up at the reunion and then that everybody else wasn't invited. And that that's not, I don't, I mean, I know that a lot of people think I do play favorites and a lot of the housewives think I play favorites, but I at least try not to. And by the way, if you invite all the New York housewives to your work party, guess who's right over the river? Jersey. Yes. Yeah. And so then you got to invite all the Jerseys. So these are things that I think about. Yeah, because Carol seems like wants to be your best friend and a housewife. But I do feel like it's like, <clears throat> sweetie, you can't run for condo board and still be a resident. Right. <laughs> you know? Though she was both. Right. Yes. Yes, <laughs> indeed. True. The yeah. shows do it's get true. political. Yes. <laughs> um, wow. OK. And, and what about Bethany? Just quickly, like, uh, what's that friendship? Is well, it a friendship? It is. I think that uh, it, it is a friendship. I think that it. Is I want to choose my words carefully because everything gets blown out. But I think that there has been um, in the the kind of people who write about the housewives or talk about the housewives, there is a misconception that Bethany and I are like that Bethany is an EP of the show or somehow has yeah, like she's control or that dumb lap. Exactly. Or that she's got dumb lap. That's hilarious. <laughs> or that she has, um, you know, power into anything relating to the final cut of the show or what happens 
or this. You know why I, mean, I think it was, if I may? Yes. There was one woman in the reunion, and I rewatched it last night, actually, when you said to her, she's got something. It was about uh, who had something, Ramona, Ramona. or Sonia? Ramona, you were yeah. like, Ramona's got something. Yeah. And it almost looked a bit like you're like kind of feeding <laughs> to her to kind of like bring it out in Ramona, even though I know that's not what you were uh-huh. doing. And since the whole Tom thing was so unexplained of like who was the bartender that saw Tom at Regency <laughs> with Luann. Right. And look, you, you know— Danielle and I never check sources. No. And <laughs> we have spread Im- misinformation proudly. Oh, I know. Proudly. Well, and I, you slapped us right no, back. Well, and I said didn't we slap you. I just DM'd oh, you and said, sweetly. look, here's some oh, things. You couldn't have been nicer. Um, well, uh, you know. Justifi- I, you were justified. I, I uh, But the Bethany thing is interesting. <laughs> I just think, you know, it's funny because people think that I also favored her and there's favoritism. And then I remember, I will tell you, after the reunion, she felt like I was – all over her and unjustly and I didn't you wow. know and so it's it there's a there's a blowing up of what that relationship means I feel like well, among do you go to dinner alone that's not related to the show with Bethany yeah I would say that we I'm trying to think when the last time I actually had dinner with her alone I think it's in the book after the last <laughs> season wrapped we had kind of a wrap dinner um and so not often there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, were you as surprised as we were that she wanted to come back now that she had? No, like- because I was, I went to her house <laughs> and I made a really, really great argument and she's really smart. And, you know, when I just think it was the right time and the right, mo- I, so I was Absolutely thrilled is yeah. the answer. As were we. I yeah. think she jolted. It yeah. was really It was great. a nice jolt. Yeah, it was great. And in your book, you're friends with so many amazing people that I've I've Googled the grasses and the this ones oh, and yes. the that ones. And I, I love those characters. Yeah. Like friends. Those are my old, old friends. It's like such a delight. I'm also obsessed with your relationship with Bruce Bozzi. Oh, yes. Don't even. I've yeah, yeah. started following him on Instagram. <laughs> oh because deep in his Instagram. Yes. I, his daughter's so gorgeous. Yeah, she is. And he knows how to like relax. <laughs> he, um, he knows how to do life he is married to Brian Lord, That's who runs Sway. No. This is all and, information. You know, the funny thing is, I mean, Bruce would be the greatest first gay housewife of of any house of like, and put him on the Beverly Hills Housewives. Have you ever thought of he, doing of it? Of course, but he has a temper like Teresa, which is amazing. Also, he's like What's a hot blooded Italian. Well, I, Brian would divorce him if he ever went on that show. So <laughs> yeah. that's the problem. Wow. I mean, and I also love you, you know, much has been said about your friendship with Anderson Cooper. And I know you've answered a million questions that yeah. you guys never dated, but what I found the most kind of controversial and interesting is that he provides you with some fearless feedback in the book. You oh, yeah. run into him on the street and he says, quote, Andy, you you must do something about your teeth. Yes. There are a few things wrong with them he's wanted to tell you about for a long time. Yes, and I wound up going to his dentist, yes. who it turns out all the dentist and the hygienist are all huge Housewives fans. And I like, think there's not a dentist hygienist in the world. Right. <laughs> the wife, came, the dentist wife came and was like, I made you chocolate. I'm like, so the dentist wife is giving me sugar right now? She wants to like, see you more. I know. Yeah, exactly. And also, well, it, I was going to say that I love how, like, everywhere you go, people are taking pictures of you. You sort of can't relax into your real life because everyone wants a little bit of a piece of you. So even if you are going to the dentist, going to work out, you know, everybody kind of has a piece of you. How does that feel? It feels fine. I mean, the truth is, (laughs) I mean, no, it feels, I mean, it's nice. I, you know, there's a moment in Miami in the book where I'm on my last book tour where I do try to hug a woman to death. Yes. But, (laughs) um, you know, but, but mainly it's great. 
And I, I get it, and it's really nice. Well, Anderson I'm said totally to you, flattered. Yeah, Anderson said you enjoy being famous more than anyone yes. in the world. And I used to think that was kind of an insult, but I uh, thought about it. And the truth is I was not famous in New York City for 20 years, and then I became famous, and I could get into restaurants, and I could, you know, people started giving me things. And I was like, yeah, I think I do like this, <laughs> yeah, actually. Why so not? what's the problem? But, you know, the housewives are a really interesting example of people who have – they are real people and then they become famous. And I think part of the fun or horror for all of us is seeing how they react to that fame. And it's, yeah, we're going to get to that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry to cut you off there, but we're going to really dig into that concept. Um, I am curious and many, you know, you're so social, which I admire so much about you. You, you bought from one event to another event and you have a packed schedule. And then there was one night in your book, which I loved where you were sadly home alone. It was like the one night in many weeks where you were in your kitchen alone, sipping on some Ramona Pinot Grigio. Yes. Was that because you had paired it with two slices of pizza and you were down? No, it's because Ramona sent me a case of Pinot Grigio, which I had in my office for a long time and finally brought home and put in the fridge. And you know what? It's good. I accidentally served it for Thanksgiving yeah. last year. And, and I didn't hear any it up. No, it's good. It's good. But yeah. it was shocking to see, like, and I popped open with a pizza and I was like, <laughs> did he choose it? I like, yes. I was very curious about that. Yeah. Um, I had a, a yeah. question. It seems to me that famous people tell you things. They open up to you. Like, immediately. Like, when Connie Chung told you that she said, and I quote... <laughs> That Tanya Harding and uh, was Nancy Kerrigan wench. were wretched little wretched little wenches. Little and I was that. that was ama- But I do think people want to open up to you. Do you? Th- what do you think it is about you that people are like? I trust this guy. I I'm going to tell him I, everything. I, I think that I. I hopefully they know that I'm. I'm celebratory of them and I'm not out to get anybody and that, but that I also think people know that I'm going to go there in a way that I got training of, in terms of going there from interviewing the housewives. And then when I started interviewing actually celebrity, actual celebrities on Watch What Happens Live, I just felt like I wanted to be as Howard Stern as I could in late night and, you you know, try to apply them, you know, with alcohol and get information out of them. It's such an amazing kind of job you've carved out for yourself within this franchise, which, you know, the world had never seen anything like, where you're the kind of, uh, you're like um, in The Wizard of Oz, the yes. man behind the curtain kind of for all of them. But then the way you deal with them is so amazing. Well, it's classy. You don't look <laughs> yeah. down on anybody. Yes. No, well, I don't look down on them. Yeah. I mean, I really And do. they and it feel is that. Love. They feel right. that. Right. Because that's how Yet, we when Teresa says you're like a lamb in... What did she say? Not a sheep in lamb. Oh, yes. Oh, well, you have to make fun you know, of Then that. I do have to, you know, look oh, at the camera and human. wink to the audience and say uh, we are. But you're the it. best at playing both sides of the line, be it right. with the audience and the housewives or right. against two housewives or, right. you know, and in your book, you guys, everyone really, really, really needs to pick it up. There's not only housewives gossip, just so many amazing things. And you make some transitions in the book that I applaud you for. Okay. At one point, <laughs> you're the only person I think who could get away with calling the Ferguson tragedy Ferguson Missagosh. <laughs> Yes, yes, that was, was a Michigan. And later you pull off this transition where you say, and I quote, I don't know how I did it, but I took a poop in the American Airlines lounge. And right before we took off, I got a PDF of my pick and people mag sexiest men issue. <laughs> it looks great. And that was an emotional roller coaster of a line. Yes, it was. That's every those single journeys. line is packed with just amazing tidbits. My, my uh, the gentleman that I'm seeing 
thinks that I have Brazilian too many, Andy Samberg. Yes, I, that I have too many run-on sentences in the book, and that it needs more punctuation. No, no. I would say Thank less you. punctuation. Yes, right. And I was both reading it and listening to the audiobook. I really recommend the audiobook. Yes. Thank you. Well, there's a some like special features, like you say, like hey, everybody, I'm going to try saying Jewish sushi chef. You know what I mean? Like you oh, get right, some extra, right. some yes. bonuses, yes. which and I appreciate. It's really fun. Yes. And I speak directly when I'm reading <laughs> the book. I speak directly to the listener. I feel like you I apologized go, yes, a few times. I know, I did. <laughs> so I really felt like I was there. <laughs> yeah. And to hear your real feelings about things, like, again, it's when you hear someone, you know, the intention behind their voice, yeah. it's everything. Yes. And sometimes you give such side eye yes. in the book that it is, it's 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 beautiful. It's Thank really you. great. And the to kind of wrap up just a bit about the book, but we really loved the book so Thank much you. is the part that kind of summed up the whole book why I loved it so much was, and if I may, I would read a little back and forth that you write between you and a man that I... I'll be honest, I don't love him. Okay. Um, his name is Dimitri. He is the smug, gossipy Mater D at Sunset Tower, and I've had a run-in with him I won't get into okay. now. But okay. at one point, uh, Dimitri said, and this is kind of a runner with you and him, yes. and he says, you can't believe the night. It was amazing. You missed it. And you said, well, the night is still going. I didn't miss anything. And Dimitri says, no, no, no. You can't believe what happened here. And you say, well, I'm still in the present, so please let me feel like it's still happening. And I feel like by sharing your diary <laughs> you did that with last us— last night it, to me at the Tower, too. Again. You feel like sharing— Go on. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like you sharing this diary and all your comings and goings and run-ins and your dust-ups, we get to be there with you. And the night is still going for yes, us. And yes. it's so fun. Thank you. And as everyone goes into their Christmas vacations right now, and you're all with, you know, people that you hate yes. and that you're supposed to love. love. Yeah. No, let's be honest. Yeah. People you hate that you're supposed to love and in locations that are terrible. All your yeah. relatives that this, voted for Jill Stein. Yeah, right. this is this is a vacation for your brain. <laughs> and your heart. <laughs> and your heart. And it's lovely. And and it's funny and it's sweet and Thank I adored you. it and it's a fast read and yeah. I hope everyone runs out and listens and buys the book like we did because you get it on Thank both you. ends. Thank you, you get so it, much. You get it in every Thank hole. You. Uh, so that's that's our book portion, Andy. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Now we're going to make a not very smooth transition, right? It's not as smooth it. as your transition, yeah, Andy. Yeah, exactly. So forgive us. Right. But it is kind of. We're yeah, shitting right. and now we're talking about yes, sexiest exactly. man alive. Yeah. So these are just some questions about housewives in general. We'll start, okay. We'll start with the OC. Okay. It's the OG. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going to write up top. It's okay. a hard one. Go, go okay, for it. Okay. So we've heard from a few fans about kind of an unlikely house husband who might be allegedly on the DL. Now, Danielle and I make a firm policy oh, really? to never call anyone out, uh, especially since we never check our sources. But okay. we're hoping you will not, not be of that mindset. Who, who do we – who? So this came up at a show of ours. And yes. someone said they had seen – Him out at bars. No and many – it's a friend of yours. It is Jim Edmonds. Oh, wow. I See, I don't think that Jim Edmonds is gay. I really don't. He's okay, had, we take no stance on this. Yes. No, I know. That's fine. Um, he's had uh, four wives. He... Um, I, I think he's like a ball player. No, maybe he's had three wives, actually. He's had three. Uh, and that doesn't actually mean that he's not gay. But uh, I have hung out with this guy... I feel like I have a good gaydar. I'm not someone who, I'm not one, you know, there are some gay guys who are like, oh my God, Tom Cruise is gay. This one's gay. That one's gay. I'm not that guy. Like I do I know, call it as I, I see it. so badly to ask. Oh my God, ask me anything. <laughs> um, I don't think that he is gay. No, I and really don't. Judge, I don't get a gay vibe off do of Do you him. think that he saw how he was in his first season 
and then decided to lean in to no. being even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said, I'm going to go the other way. I actually love it that, first of all, I thought that he really redeemed himself at the reunion last year, that he came to the reunion and he talked about having the camera there and it was not his favorite thing to have the camera there, but he knew that it was kind of part of the deal. He comes off really, I mean, look, he comes off as not giving a shit, basically, I guess, putting it nicely, but he's... Well, he's, he cares about candles. He cares about <laughs> candles. He cares about Meg. He cares about Aspen, their new daughter. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and I saw him. He, I saw him and Meg in St. Louis last week. They showed up at a book event that I was doing, and uh, she had the baby like two days later. And uh, I, I, look, I just think he is someone who the camera picks up shitty moments of his and they're real and right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we did a little video for a live show where we went to orange County and we trained with Mia, the trainer. Okay. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she said, Danielle was skinny fat and I was fat fat. Anyway. Anyway. Um, she, you know, we were tough but fair. Tough but fair. Yeah. So then we went to cut fitness and we were oh literally God. just going to take a picture out front. And we yeah. were, literally the door opened and Eddie Judge was there with his cut off. Yeah. And gorgeous. I was yeah. like, I'm so sorry. We're, we're not here. We, we we really weren't trying to. Casey kept telling him we're real. But the, which that's I don't the know opposite of what we are. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, are you kidding? Like, bring all the cameras. And like, he was yeah, so right. fine with it yeah. and generous and sweet. And I just have to say, I didn't get any good vibe of him. No, whatsoever. not at all. No, he, um. I don't think Eddie's gay either. Not yeah. at all. I don't. There's a delicateness about, first of all, Jim Edmonds has really black eyelashes, which make it, makes it look like he's wearing eyeliner almost because his eyes pop. Is that what makes him look like he's in gay bars? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, we had a little run-in with Tamara on, on Twitter that took me oh, really God. by surprise. Okay. I was, okay. yeah, I'm still— happens. If this is one a millionth of what you yes, get, I don't is. know how you deal. Yes. I'm honestly shaking like a rattle. <laughs> we have not recovered. Oh, no, she I was still so upset, and I don't know why. She kept saying, and she kept saying, which I get that this is how you slam someone. She kept being like, just so you know, I had no idea who you girls were before this. I'm yeah, like, that that's right. okay. Like, you get yeah. it. You don't know us. Tamara, I kept saying, I'm a mom, and I'm a— Tamara <laughs> also loves calling people fame whores and she'll call everyone you're a fame whore and she loves love this it. emoji <laughs> the, the, a lot of those the and wink with the, the wink with the, yeah, the mouth the open tongue yeah. out she was very upset seemingly that we went and trained with mia somewhere else but not at cut oh and then she was upset that she thought she had heard that yeah i don't, I even, don't know. even know truly I'm i sorry. kind of stopped engaging oh no yeah. it's not your fault yeah, but right. she's no, terrifying with love. But yes. to get a text from her at 3 a.m. Yeah. would be the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. And so we did. I can just only imagine what you were dealing with. But let's transition smoothly into Heather. Okay. Heather, 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 Heather. Yeah. She had a tough season. Mm -hmm. She lost me a little while ago when she buried the time capsule of well wishes under the ground of her multi-million dollar home. And when she released a webisode, Heather's Closet, the day after Trump won. But Yeah, that was... <coughs> Talk about tough tough transitions right. <laughs> from yeah. Trump winning to Heather's closet. It yeah. was rough. Uh -huh. But Heather, I I used to really like Heather because I I thought, oh, she's cool and she's you know an actress and she's kind of I don't know. I really used to really really like her and I've turned on her pretty Me hard as well. Okay. I guess there's no question there, Andy. Right. Okay. Sometimes have you seen a sometimes change? Sometimes people need to um, testify. To me. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Have you seen I'll a change? I'll take that in. <coughs> Excuse me. Have I seen a change like, in Heather? Too big for her britches at this point. Um, 
I think that she, um, I mean, she's got more, con- I mean, have I seen a change? I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll take that. This was also asked at our live show, and it's a tough one. Okay. Um, mm. Kelly Dodd? No. Okay. I wish. Okay. No, there was a, a question that, you know, you remember when uh, Heather went crazy at the paper oriental walls or whatever she kept saying about, like, the walls and the, um, what restaurant was it? Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was, the sushi yes. restaurant. Yeah, yes, yeah. With oh, the Kelly. paper thin walls. Yes, yes. It was great to see during the reunion that footage of her in flip yeah. How dare you yeah. guys play that? You burned her so bad. <laughs> Did you was, love that? You I put kerosene and just lit her on I fire. I literally started screaming watching that. <laughs> I was like, there she is. And I knew she was a monster. And there it is. And in flip-flops, no less. Oh, it was so thrilling to hear, this is unacceptable. <laughs> oh, you guys. I love when you oh, and the so editors thrilling. play God like Because that. you know what? You've never really done that. That's why it was doubly amazing. It was, it was, it was definitely. Were there uh, discussions behind the scenes of yes. weather, too? Yes. Yeah, yeah there were. And then, but it was, it seemed appropriate to exactly the conversation. Kelly was saying, I heard you saying this behind the scenes and we did have the footage. And so we put it in. Now, what we had heard is that well, she claimed on the reunion that it was because Terry's brother had passed yes, and that right. was the last and time they, they the were last, in. Yeah. Kind of final supper there. And what what we had heard is actually Terry has cheated on Heather and Kelly brought that up to her under wow. her breath. And that's why. Uh, Heather went crazy. I feel like if that had happened, we would. You have to understand. I think that's one of the things I DM'd you about that day when you said um, you had said on the podcast that I heard that uh, you had heard that the cameras were there the night that Tom was making out. Yes, yes. And, I, and what I DM'd you is. I promise you, if the cameras were there, we would have shown it. And so, if this moment had happened under the breath. We would have put it in. Even with something as dark as that? Yeah. Well, so as as a- someone cheating on, I mean, look, there have been allegations of cheating from, I mean, they're all making allegations of cheating. If a housewife comes to you sobbing and they say, Andy, please, this for my family, for my kids, I cannot have I think that it on really, there. I think it really is a case by case. It really depends w- what it is. And if you've said, yes, I'm the not going to show is, that, do the other housewives have well, to comply? That's the thing. I mean, you're setting a precedence. A precedent. You're also, you can't guarantee that the other housewives aren't going to then. It, it, you remember that thing with Adrian's kids? Yes. Um, with Brandy. Several seasons ago on Beverly Hills, where it was like that horrible thing where it wasn't being talked about on the air. But then, of course, it played out in Us magazine yeah. and everything. And it was this very convoluted thing. So it's just. It's hard because when you do wind up leaving something else, I think that was about the paternity or something of her kids, which wound up being left out of the show and then wound up playing out somewhere else. So it, it, it's it's difficult because it doesn't always work out. It, once the genie is out of the bottle, it's hard to put back in is what I'm saying. And I just want to give a compliment. I love the emotional layering that I'm realizing that happens that I think we all love with The Housewives, which is that there's first the season, then the time passes, then everyone's watching the episode and they're then coming to that reunion. on Twitter and then it with, goes to the reunion. And they're so hot when they yes. come. Oh, oh yeah. thank you for they adding the behind the scenes. We love that. Yes. To see where okay. they're all out, to see them in their day clothes. And to yes. see you in plain clothes, easy breezy cover girl walking through the hall. Easy breezy cover I love girl. it. Good. It's yeah, 
yeah, it's nice. a new addition, and I'm yes. liking it. Keep oh, up good. with that. Okay. I think the fans love okay, that. Okay, good. Andy, why weren't the can- cameras rolling late night in Ireland? Could there you be know, a shell crew or I like know, a bare bones I know, crew? I know. Skeleton And crew? you know, actually, Heather got a lot of shit on social media because someone, I, Vicky or someone was like, you're filming this? How dare you? And I said to Heather before that reunion, because I don't think I had seen her, and I said, look, I just want to clarify, because I wasn't going to bring it up on the show. I said, it is my hunch as an executive producer that you started filming because you're on a reality show and everyone was fighting. And she said, that's exactly, she said, we are told that if something happens, kind of record it. If not, if a camera isn't around. So in her defense, that's what she did. And so I'm glad she did it. Look, I'm so glad she did it. But yes, I do I- feel like Heather's always got her mind. Like she's one eye on the production as an actress. That feels a little to me kind of false. Well, they called her, this, they called Megan, called her out on that this season when she said, I know you're TV, Heather. You know what I right. mean? Which yeah, is like that was interesting. her personality. It was and interesting that, also- that Megan became the voice of reason on the OC Housewives this season. No? Oh, Andy. I, Megan, <laughs> she's going to go, right? We feel like it was her swan song. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Well, she had the baby. She's in St. Louis. I don't I know what's going to happen. You know, I, I think, think yeah. she's good. I think right. we've seen our arc. With yeah. love. With love. With um, love. Now, Terry. Yes, Terry. Do you like Terry? I like everyone. Okay. Great. Do you like that he always do- wears a leather jacket? <laughs> That's his look. <laughs> It, even to a wedding? Yes. Even to a wedding. Right. <laughs> I love that Terry it was like, Terry can't go to any of his kids' events. And then I see him like cozied up for David Bedore's like bow renewal. I know. <laughs> so good. Like, you got out you got out of that nose job for this one. Terry. I, uh, I, there were a couple questions and I think an intro that we wound up cutting for time at the OC reunion where I was so brutal on Terry Dubrow. I was like, Terry Dubrow, who has not seen his children in two years, absentee dad, Terry. And Heather kept being like, what are you talking about? You know, She's the one that says it. We're just picking up on her yeah, vibe. Exactly. And there's his kids even say it themselves. And he's like, you're right. I'm going to go to this <laughs> this dinner alone with you. And I'm going to complain about not seeing my kids and then not see them. that's right. the part about Heather. She wants to, like, orchestrate her storylines, you can tell, but then she's not willing to stand behind them. Andy, yes. the trips. We have a lot of questions. Yeah, so yeah. many, okay. so many questions. You want to know who pays for the trips? Possibly. <laughs> you know what? Um, and may- another question. Okay, Bye. here's the thing. The trips have evolved from being this these organic moments where it's like— I'm trying to think what the first trips were. Morocco was a really early trip. And Morocco's a really good example of Luann actually knew a lot of people in Morocco. And so did Sonia. And they wanted to, you know, bring people. And Luann, they worked on, I know people and they can get us in this place and they can get us this Habib for cheap, you know, whatever it is. So and are you on the emails where everyone's trying to pull this together? Or is that they, just a different production I, side? When I was in charge of programming at Bravo, I was on more of those emails, okay. 100%. And so thankfully, I've now stepped back from those emails. I like that for you. But I still, you know, I got, uh, Heather Dubrow was texting me last season saying, how great would it be if we went to Israel She was like, if we season. took a vacation to my house. Right. On <laughs> my County. closet. Right. But like, so the answer is that there, look, production winds up paying for most of the trips. Like However, Megan's ancestry trip to Ireland. Right. Was that a I mean, written look, idea? No, I mean, it, the thing is, 
there some of the trips are more organic than others. I don't That's all care I will if say. They're organic. But, I'd rather they not be. But 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 what we found is that the trips work for the show. So now it's like we're almost I, and I and the setup for that Ireland trip was so bad. It's like they were at um, Heather's party <laughs> and the then and then they're like, "We're going to Ireland tomorrow! Yay! Okay, great, let's go." I love. So it's it. like I go and when I was watching the I'm cut of that, it. I go, "So we're not even trying anymore. What's happening?" But um, I like that. But it's just but, like yeah. But yeah. on some, they are totally and and there was a lot of flack on. Uh, for New York last season about Bethany's trip to Mexico and Bethany saying, I don't want Sonia to go because, you know, but the truth of the matter of that trip was Bethany was going to pay out of her pocket for a big chunk of that trip because she had, I think, a new tequila or something happening. Mm -hmm. And it was in her best interest to have us go down there because she wanted to take a tour of the tequila factory, which is great promotion for her. That was obvious. It was for her. Yeah. But but so for her, she was like, look, if if. If Jim Beam doesn't think it's good to have Sonia at a tequila factory, then that and I'm paying for a lot of this. So that was a real thing. So and people were tweeting, though, saying, how can you do that? You're letting her run the show, whatever. Well, it's like, you know what? This actually is kind of her trip. And that explains a lot. And it does. So so the answer with the trips is it's all over the map, case by case. Sometimes they are, you know, and and then. So, yeah. But then there are times when it, it's just Dorinda's house in the Berkshires. Yes. And she says, I don't want Sonia there. Do they or, or someone or Shannon is like, I'm not going to Glamis because of my allergies. Right. So, like, sometimes it feels like silly. Excuses. But do you guys get no, upset when they say real. I'm not going to go? Or do you know that you play the long game, which is down the line, there'll be fallout for the person Both. that wasn't it's invited? It's a case by case situation. Great. On the Bethany, Mexico situation, um, I remember having a conversation with her and saying, you know, maybe there's a way that you could work it out that Sonia doesn't come to the tequila factory but goes on part of the trip. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's something you if, would be willing to consider. Of course, we didn't realize it would end up with Bethany taking a trip to Home Goods and bleeding, bleeding all over out. the Yes, exactly. Yes. Glad that was clear. So it ended us. terribly for everybody. Right. Thank you for that about the trips. I that was so. Do you ever though? There are times when someone's just like not going to enough events, and you're like, "We're paying you. Like, you need to be there." Yeah, it, it depends. I mean, Great. again, it depends. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe someone's ostracized. Maybe there's a larger issue. It's usually for a reason that will play out in story that is real to the show. On the reunions, Andy, is there a color scheme that's given to the women beforehand? That's a good question. By the stylist, there might be. And sometimes I know they look very good together. Yeah, I know that in you know in New York, there I, I know the women work with stylists now to figure out. Uh, I, but it's weird because sometimes the answer is I don't know. I know that in New York. A lot of time, I'll get an email saying we're all the women are going to wear black this year to New York, and I'm like, great, I love it. I'm going to wear black too, you know, whatever. But I don't know is the answer. And okay, who pays for hair and makeup? Do they have, are they responsible on their own? They are. Or are they doing it on their own? Sometimes, sometimes they're doing it on their Kyle own. I believe that. I think that probably for all of the sit-down interviews, we pay for hair and yes, makeup. That's clear. And mm-hmm. I think for the for the rest, if they want <laughs> hair and makeup, that's on them. Because it's a heavier hand in the testimonial looks, which yes. I appreciate. Yes. Yeah, but Erica Jane has like round the clock care. Does Heather bring her crew to <laughs> Ireland? She does. Does Heather what? Bring a makeup artist with her. 
or that's, find someone locally? That's a good question. Don't know. Do you believe that Vicky knew Brooks had cancer? I think that Vicky, I think that he, I think she thought he had something. Do you think Brooks had cancer? I, I don't know. I don't know. Will Vicky ever be fired? I don't want her to. I hope not. I think Vicky is really, and there's some funny moments in the book where I talk about, uh, I was at a Bravo upfront and Tamara and Shannon, I think, or, or some combination, maybe it was Heather and Shannon. They were like, you know that if this cancer stuff turns out to be true, Vicky's off the show. And I was like, sweetie, I, uh, wait a <laughs> minute. Sweetie, she'll only climb higher. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> well, maybe the question for Vicky then becomes, well, why did you do that? If that was the thing, you know, like, deeper. let's dig deeper. Like, what yeah, motivated yeah. her? Did Is love that important? To, you know. Were you upset or weirded out? <clears throat> or how did you feel when she said, this is my show? I, I loved know. it. Me too. I think that's why we love Vicky. And everybody yeah. needs to get in line and know I their love place. it. It's great. Why is Gina Kehoe gone? I love Gina Kehoe. Me too. She's um, Gina Kehoe. I think is great uh, to have around. She still lives next door to Vicky. Um, Gina Kehoe is in. She's like a seasoning, not a maybe. Main dish. She's an interesting example. I think though of someone who doesn't want to go all in. I think she likes, I think Camille is similar. Like they like to be around, but they don't want to kind of reveal everything. Yeah. I, 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 I hear that. Well, we have to move on. I just realized we just got through one city. So we're going <laughs> to okay. go through some rapid fire okay. questions. Yes. I'm There's here just for so you. much to ask you. Okay. Who comes up with the taglines and how many shots of them do they get in recording them? <laughs> oh my God. The recording of the taglines. And if you follow me on Instagram stories and I'll do it again in the next couple of days, I've uh-huh. been doing rejected taglines and I film myself listening to the ones we don't wow. choose. How did I not hear um, that? And uh, so sometimes they come up with their own. Sometimes we do. Sometimes it's a combination. Sometimes it's something they've actually said while shooting. How many shots are they getting recording it? A lot because yeah. I'm always like, you know, with Char- I remember with Sheree's <laughs> this year, I was like, can you please ever do this for the 30th time? And like, you know, her tagline is don't call it a comeback, call it a takeover. I'm like, she needs to be serving in this. Yeah. She needs to be, you Kenya's know, but. Kenya's is strange. Kenya's. Kenya's. Well, it's more, just her, her yeah, emphasis. Not, her yeah. emphasis when she goes, unless you twirl for me. I know. It's like and she's then, punching um, the wrong words. Sonia's, we used the wrong take. Somehow it got changed. Sonia's last season was if being Sonia is so wrong, why does it feel so right? She like went, that was the one that I wanted them to use. And somehow in the show, they brought it down a little. I'm like, you need to use the crazy. Yeah. For, why, why did you change this? As a general note, I feel like never bring it down. I think in general, I love Kyle. Kyle in like six out of seven of her taglines has mentioned Beverly Hills. Like in Beverly Hills, you, you know, so she's like I, at the Beverly Hills I, commerce party. I know. I know. I like I like it when she does that. I like it when um I like it when Sonia refers to Sonia in her intro. She's done that a Sonya's bunch. Sonia's the best. Yeah, we uh, let me I, ch- I agree. We've let Ramona best. do that a few times. Um yeah. Okay. A uh, quick two quick Atlanta questions. Okay. Has Mama Joyce jumped the shark? No. Wow, great. No, absolutely not. Did her and Sheree know they had the same hair? No, I don't think so. My favorite thing, I mean, when they're all sitting around, first of all, eating like they hadn't eaten. I, oh, 
we, like it was a thousand I, yum kippers. And candy I was looks like, amazing, what? but never no, not like, eating. Just shoving food in there. I'm like, was it was laser tag? Like, did you bur- did you do it for 18 days? And then <laughs> that they're fine. I just love it that candy's shoving the food Shove. in their mouth. And, Every and, single shot of and candy. She, yeah, and then she's like with your mama Joyce wig, and candy's like, hold <laughs> off. I mean, but with like a brisket in her mouth. I know, I know she didn't so even weird. drop it. She was still chewing. She was, was like, that you was, don't talk about my mom. I love, you have a special question about candy. I hope. Hold on. I hope you all notice that we always leave in what they're ordering at every. It's a question. I, okay, good. Yes, I it said is thank purposeful. you. It's not yes. a question. Yes. Okay. Go on. Bravo. What was your, what was your comment about candy? Bless you for yes. that, and also packing. Thank you. Yes, for the always the packing. And that is, I've you can thank little, Sherry Levine at Bravo for the packing. Gorgeous. Thank yes. you, Sherry. I've noticed the little interstitial like one that's just like a fuck all, like the fun one when like the jokey music comes on is kind of gone. You yeah. Know, like, oh, the the podbuster it was called. Yes. <laughs> Right. We yeah, the pod yeah. buster's gone. Oh, you had a question yeah, about, about candy. candy. Yes, it seems as of recently that she is on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, but she is on a different show. Is she filming a show within it? Within the Why? show, what do you mean? She's because she's always with Mama Joyce. Yes, or Todd. Right, or the new Ace in right. her hole. Yes, but or, and now she's with um, neck tattoo. Uh, Bro- boxer block. Oh, block block block. And um, no, she's. You know what? I mean. I, Candy always has a lot going on at the candy factory and in Candy's you will. personal life. It doesn't seem that much is going on at the candy factory. Did you see the aerial shot of Candy's house that we showed yes. recently? I, I paused it. I was like, whoa, hold up. Yeah. This is like this is like a I, massive The compound. best aerial shot was from Chateau Charest all the oh, way to yes, Moore Manor. Which brings us to... Would you rather? Rich. Oh, yeah. Would you oh, rather live? You know, I, more manner, by the way, is way more. It's more kind of in the vein of Delano Hotel, yeah. which mm-hmm. I like in I Miami. I like more manner. Um, I like it's it's really pretty. Not a I fan. haven't seen the finished product of Chateau with Charay, which you will see in the finale of the Atlanta Housewives. This new trope of you'll house see her wars is her so housewarming good. party. Oh, it's only the greatest. It's, I love it. See, so I'm a Kenya Moore fan. I've been George. I've been wanting to get Sheree back for so long. I love Sheree. Like, uh, me too. It's me Danielle's too. favorite. She's my favorite. Yes, she I is love flawless. What Kenya said, shit by Sheree. What did she call it? <laughs> it was so good. Her and Bob. Yeah. I know he's and also her. He's literally saying, "Yes, I cheated on you," and she just got an egg roll in her mouth. It's I, know. Like, <laughs> I would have food down at that moment know, and be amazing. taking it in. New Jersey question. We just have one. Has Jacqueline always been this crazy? The other women are sin- insinuating it, but we haven't kind of seen it. But now it's all we can see. Um, I think that I don't think she's changed that much. Uh, I think, yeah. Hmm. She seems unwell. <laughs> um, okay, I'm not. Even, I don't even have Beverly Hills questions. I feel like they. You've kind of. We know them. Um, uh, Danielle. Yes, I would say here's two real quick. Kim D or the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Mm, interesting. Wow. Who, who would I choose? Yeah. Who's more important? Who's yes. a more important side player? Well, I have to say that in terms of side players, Jersey really. Well, New York, you got to give it. Oh, and Atlanta, but um, <laughs> oh, Atlanta you know, has amazing. Jersey side has amazing side players. I just want to. I just have to shout that out separately. Yes, and I always love a Kim D. And I'm the guy who's always like, um, we need to put Kim D. in the super teas. People need to know that they are going to get a Kim D. moment. She's this a strong season. flavor. I love Kim D. Um, 
Kim D or Faye Resnick? I'm trying to, th- you know, without Kim D, you have no posh fashion show. So yeah. it's sorry, you know, it's it's hard. But then again, I mean, Faye Resnick has provided us against her will with so much fodder. Will you ever do a Housewives like fantasy reality, like a team of just the best players from when each? the show? is really <laughs> running out of steam and it's like no one is really watching. Which we'll will put, never be. I know. We'll put 10 on nine. I love that you admit that you're willing to get there. Like you're yeah, not going to no, like take it, it off the air no. like Seinfeld. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if, it, if that happens, then we will put 10 on an island and do like 24 episodes. Thank you. Yeah. Which franchise do you think is the funniest? We think Atlanta. To me, it's between Atlanta and New York. Um you know, but but really close race, maybe with Atlanta, you know, a little ahead. To me, I don't know. They're both so funny. But to me, New York is wildly, wildly funny. What did you make when Jules wrapped up her cutlery in a calzone? Yeah, that was that was interesting. Were you- Shocked when you saw it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had heard about it way before I saw it. <laughs> you heard tell. He um, gets dispatches. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I do. I get field reports oh, no, we from know. every city. How so. many cuts do you have to watch of each episode? I only, I used to watch three cuts of every episode before it went on. Now, Andy? No. No. I, and I now only watch um, like fine cut two. So I'm late in the process and they send it to me when it's almost done. And, and my notes have gotten, they've gone from, you know, pages to very few. I have to shout out the editors. They oh, are doing incredible. the Lord's work. Incredible. I, and they, Pointing and, up the joke in a way that is yes. so good. And I feel like that they've taken liberties this year that I'm enjoying. Oh, good. They're making shot choices yeah. and they are punctuating things with music. Yes. I, bravo. Good. Bravo. Um, Okay, who would you say which house husband? This Jim? is the greatest interview. <laughs> okay, we're gonna you guys run are through doing these a quick. Great job. <laughs> we're you. frantically trying to get this. Jim Bellino or Jim Marchese? Which which one? Do you like in general? If you had to just take one over the other. Oh, Jim Bellino. Wow. We yeah. are gonna go to a trampoline park. Yeah, we just want to check it out Absolutely. if it's still with us. Yes. Oh, it is. It's expanded. Yeah. It seems like. In Atlanta this season, this is Cynthia Bailey's swan song in a beautiful it way. Does? It feels like in the wow. Cynthia's giving most us gorgeous. hair. I love, I love her. her. Oh, listen, she's given us the best but hair. But not. But she's giving she's us giving hair. She's given us everything, and that's and beauty. I mean, I could just look at her. I don't I need much. It feels more. like we're in the process of saying goodbye. Um, I don't get that sense, but I will take that under Great. advisement. Is okay. Kyle Richards a good person? You know, I think Kyle. I'm always surprised by. The passion and fury that surrounds Kyle from a lot of viewers who have very strong opinions and see things in her uh, that are not uh, positive. And um, so I, I think she's she's more controversial than I think I ever realized. Yeah. But to me, she is a flagship of that show. Are you as glad as we were when she cut her hair? Did she cut her hair? Yeah. yeah. Not short enough, but she really? did. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I'm going to be at the Beverly Hills Housewives premiere tell party her, thank you. Is Kelly coming back? Kelly Dodd? Yeah. Uh, unclear. <laughs> We're figuring that out right are now. Are her boobs real? I think they are. I do, too. I think they're luscious. That was they are you know amazing. What? She came and sat down at that reunion, and I go, whoa. Whoa. And um, Heather's like, they're big, aren't they? Can you believe it? Like, I was like, oh, my God, I did. I don't think I realized it. But they're, they're, they're big, and that wasn't a great dress she wore at the reunion. Right. But mostly— Did she have a keyhole— at the reunion, yeah. It was she needed to just, as my grandma would say, hitch up her bosoms. They were just hitch them up separated a little, a little bit. But, but they were I all think, over the place. Yeah. I, I think were a more beautiful, beautiful girl. Yes, she yes. is. Okay, 
Jules, Kristen Teichman, Tootie, or Megan King Edmonds? Tootie. Great. Is Tootie coming back? No, Tootie's not back. She's gone. Yeah. Quickly, would you like Danielle's Jewish embryos or my half Jewish embryos? They're both chilling in a storage bank in Redondo. Huh. Yours That's a no. Full Jew? <laughs> Mine are three quarters Jew. Huh. Wow. Hers are half. Well, speaking of our husbands, Andy, in your book, you have an amazing section about how you had a threesome with a fan. Yes. And a, a male fan who was not gay. Right. No, it was really the, – the female was really the big fan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Danielle and I are obviously fans. And okay. we don't want you to choose between Five us because that's too husbands. hard. Well, we brought a photo of both of our husbands okay, side by great. side. Okay, great. Let's choose. see. We're not okay. going to tell you who's the two. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, and this is so And then you fun. will then have to have sex with him and one. Okay, great. Oh, show okay. me the photo. Um, yes, I have this. Oh, my God. This is uh, this is only the best. And photo. please know one of their feelings will be hurt. <laughs> These are our husbands. Wow. The guy on the right. That's that me. is David. What? <laughs> is that? My right or your right? Which so it is. No, this guy. That's, okay, okay. That's, that's my husband, David. Okay. And I look forward to making sweet love to you. And okay. my husband did say oh. that this photo is not going to get me laid. And I have to say, when I saw it, I said, I'm all over Matt. <laughs> and oh. I said, I think he's going to be into David. Matt Besser's gotten quite a group of ladies in the day, <laughs> including this has. little hot number right here, what? Danielle. Well, you know. Thank you, Andy. Now, Hold on. Your husband has been with Danielle? No, no oh, but no, I have no, said no. to my husband, if I die, please, Marry and Daniel. something, Happens and I hate to, to say that husband. Matt dies. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, oh, okay. God forbid. I, right, okay, that's nice. I, I permit you to join families and that's raise nice. our children. Thank okay. you, I appreciate Very that. Very quickly, Andy, and we're getting to the end here. Um, I, I, I know you were upset to sign a Danielle, but maybe you'll sign Danielle's book at the end. <laughs> You th- you said you didn't like to sign the name Danielle. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. No, it was just long names. I was saying. No, there some understandable. Long- understandable. Yes. One last question. Wednesday, or not the last, but Wednesday, August twelfth, two thousand fifteen. You said in your book, tape to show with Kim Zolciak and Angela Kinsey. No one else you want to mention? Any bartender? Oh, you were the bartender. Oh, my God. So if you want to print a retraction, so whatever. Funny. And Andy, on Friday, September 26, 2014, you stated, Saw Gone Girl with John Hill. We love the movie. Did you want to add anything about the performance of Noelle, the annoying neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> we can still print retraction. I mean, How you can still reprint. I don't know. It must have been a weird editor. Yes. Andy, is there anything else you want to say before we have a little closing? Um... I love you guys. Can I give you my present that I brought you? What? We have a present for you. Okay. I have a present for you that I am very, <gasps> I've very never been more excited. excited about. <laughs> okay. I have taken out the bag, which is, what does the bag say? Kyle by Aileen too. Okay. Now, this is something <laughs> that was given to me as a gift by Kyle Richards when her store opened like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, it was hanging in my closet and a few weeks ago I was like, oh my God, I need these to be reproduced because I need to bring you guys something special for your year anniversary and your perfect devotion to these perfect shows. And so I called Kyle and I said, "No. no, this is, this is, this is from Kyle Richards that made this happen. Okay. So I called her and I said, I need these made. This is the date that I need them by. This is very important. So now these are, okay, so now. Oh my this God, is, I'm dying. These are bedazzled <laughs> shirts that have my face and mazel, and these are Swarovski crystals. Oh my God. But this God. on like kind of a Jersey baseball top, but this is the best part of it. I'll wear it in my grave. On oh. the back, <laughs> on the back bedazzled, it says Kyle by oh Aileen Oh my God. Too. Andy. And 
I, have, I will be buried in I it. have four for you. Four! So you can, April because, can have one. So I feel like these could maybe be your touring shirts. Oh, my God, yes. They're everything and then, um, Just yes. this is a nice fabric. And then oh, Kyle left a note in the bag with my name on it, so you can <gasps> just have that, oh, too. Oh, Andy. And we You're have so some um, welcome. pot it's rice bitch, crispy treats for Oh, you. really? Oh, and my. gummy bears. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. this is amazing. And gummy bears. Well, then we all really got great We cups. all win. Thank you. Andy, Andy. before we go, okay. uh, we cannot thank you enough for taking the time to be here during your very busy schedule. Yes. Um, we just wanted to leave you, and I know you're being held hostage here as we perform, and no one loves it. I love it. But you know it's holiday time, and this mm-hmm. is our anniversary show, and we have our the boot on the ground, our most important guest. And we, <laughs> they, people say there's no new holiday classics that come okay. out, and I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Uh, we'd like to just take you back a year from now in simpler times to the Berkshires. Yes. And this will be a song sung by Danielle as Mr. Inda Medley, and it is called Christmas in the Berkshires. Okay, good. Please enjoy. Danielle, <laughs> Again, I'm in full voice. <laughs> it's Christmas in the Berkshires. It's my favorite time of year. John got called in for a jizz stain, so can't make it out here. I called the girls to come out for some joy and birthday cake, but not Masonia Morgan, and I did it for her sake. The tree is trimmed with tinsel, creepy Santas, and more. And all was going perfect till Bethany called Lou a whore. I made it nice. I made it nice. I decorated. I cooked. I made it nice. You have no class, so kiss my ass. And if you all can't behave, you'll all go home. Has a Jewish sense. Fiddler. I'm feeling all these feelings, and the room begins to swoon. The emotions are bubbling up, like when I saw my dead husband in a balloon. Lou accused Bethany of having her hair, and Carol's last summers are passing there. Ramona is rambling, Jules pistachios in pain. I need something to stop this, an old friend. It's called. Cocaine! Yes, you get jacked! You can get jacked! You can get jacked! You can get jacked! Still going. Getting to the end. Getting to the end. (coughs) It's Christmas morning. Now in the Berkshires, my friends have left a mess. Bethany left some skinny girl ham, and Ramona stole a dress. 
I don't remember much. We sang carols once or twice. But one thing I know in my heart. Yeah. I cooked, I decorated, <laughs> and I made it nice. Oh. I was going to, like, halfway through the song, I go, oh, my God, Danielle has to come perform this song for Dorinda next time she's yeah. on. And then you got to the cocaine thing <laughs> yeah. and the husband in the balloon. And I was like, maybe it's yeah. good to keep it here. Yeah. That was amazing. I think it lived and died yeah. right where it yeah. was. Yeah. Awesome. The music was by Mike Ferman. I don't want to forget to say that. That but was incredible, you guys. Andy, thank this you so much This was everything. Thank, thank you. you so much. We're so honored and blessed. Thank yeah. you. Very happy to have you. Very happy. Thank you. Have Thanks. a good time in LA. Thanks. Bye.